This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Rams Talk uh, podcast preview show. Uh, tonight, uh, we're actually recording this a little bit early and prematurely um, because of uh, fixtures and, and scheduling and whatever. Um, we're previewing the uh, Morecambe fixture on the weekend of the 4th of Feb. Uh, and I've got Dave Salmon from Shrimps Live and Beyond Radio here with me tonight to go through the game. Uh, how are you, Dave? Hi, Callum. Thanks for having me on, mate. Yeah, no, no, it's a pleasure. Pleasure having you on. And uh, we'll go through um, what hopefully will be a, a great time. And maybe something uh, to to behold, <laughs> probably a little bit better than one that in reverse at, at your place. Well, it depends on who you support, I suppose. I, I think it was it was quite a good night from our point of view. Not not so good. Uh, you come into little old Morecambe at the Mazuma and expecting a walkover, and it, it wasn't quite as simple as that, was it? Well, no, no, no. You're right there. Um, I think uh, think kind of the way fans looked at it, uh, they, they, they thought probably going into it, the team at the bottom, the, towards the bottom end of the table, we're, we're kind of uh, going towards the top end. Um, we go there to your place and get three points, whereas, uh, as you said, you guys put on a great display uh, and managed to get a, a draw and almost actually get the win. Um, obviously, looking at that reverse fixture, one all, um, a Louis Sibley equaliser towards the end uh, meant that we salvaged a draw, really. Um, probably a little bit annoying on your part. But how did you feel that um, reverse fixture went? Uh, and obviously, from a Morecambe perspective, um, do you think that that's going to be really the game plan going into uh, the away fixture for you guys? Well, we thought that we'd done enough to get all three points uh, at, uh, at the Mazuma, to be honest. Uh, it was all set up, really, that it was all a lining up that we were going to get the win, a 1-0 win. You missed two penalties. That's almost unheard of in football, isn't it? But um, our <laughs> keeper, Connor Ripley, saved them both. I think you missed a, a couple of very other presentable opportunities. Um, we were clinical. I think we had one good chance and scored from it. And it was all lining up to be uh, quite a memorable 1-0 win. And then... We had a bit of a habit towards uh, the, the early part of the season where we were conceding late goals. We were well in games, we were playing well, and then we conceded a goal in the last 10 minutes, and it happened again uh, against you guys. So we were, overall, we were a bit gutted about it, but it started um, quite a good run of home form for us. We are unbeaten in the last seven at home. I think we've beaten Barnsley, and then we drew with the Cells, and then we've gone on a, a, this great run, including three straight home wins. 
uh, either side of the uh, new year period. And, and that's kind of stats out in good stuff for the second half of the season, really. So uh, we fear nobody at home. That said, our home and away form are completely chalk and cheese. Seven unbeaten at home. We've only won once on the road all season. And that was a last minute winner against Forest Green Rovers. We got uh, comprehensively played off the park in the first half, it's fair to say, uh, just uh, a couple of days ago against Ipswich. So um, our home and away form, it's uh, yeah, it, it's very, very different indeed. So uh, we're obviously going to go to your place full of confidence, optimism. It's one of the reasons that we're in League One in the first place because we for these big away days, and there's so many big teams in League One, of course, now, isn't there? Yourselves and, and Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday. And, and the, the list goes on and on and on about former Premier League big guns and going to 30-odd-plus thousand capacity stadium. So regardless of the result, we'll have a good day out. Um, but uh, it, it's nice that we're on a level playing field uh, with such teams, such as yourselves, really. Well, yeah, you, you kind of look at it uh, from a reverse psychology perspective. Um, we we came into the division, obviously, uh, back end of last year from a relegation from the championship, obviously. <laughs> We won't go into how that happened, but uh, but when you look at um, the fans look, going to new places, going to places that and, and grounds that we've never been to before, um, and like we said, um, it, probably fans looked at it and went, we're, we're going to get a result. But when you looked at the performance that uh, your guys put on, um, you showed that no team is is a mug really within this division. Uh, any team can be any uh, game uh, on any day. I think that's dead right, Callum. And, and I think teams teams like Derby, if I can use that cliche, and other big sides within the division, I think you learn very quickly. And the example I use is Sunderland. It took them four seasons to get out of League One and, and they came down and there's no doubt on and They're all really nice at Sunderland. They're, they're fantastic people. But I think as a football club, they thought that they would have some kind of divine right that they'd just bounce straight back up. And I think the same is true of a lot of clubs that used to play in the championship or higher. You drop into the third tier and you think, well, we're Derby, we're, we're Sheffield Wednesday, we're Sunderland. Well, what yeah. we're doing in League One, this isn't our place. Ipswich, of course, as well. They look really good the other night, by the way. Uh, I can't believe they've, uh, that they've, they're they still in League One after a, what, four or five seasons. So it's not that easy to get out of this division once you're in it. And especially with only two automatic promotion places up for grabs, that makes it just a little bit harder as well. But as you guys found out earlier in the season, on any given day, anybody can beat anybody, regardless of... Uh, well, I think the analogy I used on uh, on, on commentary against Ipswich was uh, regardless of what supermarket you, you can shop in. Uh, and if you're playing a team <laughs> who who can pay a million and a half pounds for a striker who can't even get on the start, in the starting eleven, and we're getting a, a young loanee from, from Burnley's youth team who's never played a, a minute of senior football before, uh, that's the difference uh, and that's the golf, isn't it? But that said, we're playing those sides as as equals but i suppose if you're derby uh, as you found out i know you're on a good run at the moment of course but um, you've got yeah. no god-given right to, to, to bounce straight back up as, as much as you might want to yes and you're exactly right um and and just going into uh, we won't go into a little too much because of obviously the, the result for, for you guys unfortunately um uh, but just going into uh, obviously that game against Ipswich, that obviously you were in attendance um we were alluding to there your, your away form uh, obviously is, is a shadow of, of your home form and mm. you look at uh, that that loss there what do you really put it down to is, is it the, just the sheer quality of Ipswich and obviously maybe a top six team going away from home the, the, 
the game plans may be a slightly bit different. Um, how did that game really plan out? Was it was it just a poor performance, or was it really just just the sheer class of the home side? It was a number of reasons actually. Um, Ipswich are a very 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 good team. Don't get me wrong. First and foremost, they <laughs> are going to be it's it's going to be two from Ipswich, Plymouth, and Sheffield Wednesday for the two automatics. There's no. In my mind, there's no doubt about that. Sorry if you think you're going to get, you know, I think you're good for the playoffs, but getting into that top two is going to be really difficult. So first and foremost, it's which are a very, very good football team. Uh, we had a, a very, very bad day at the office. Certainly in the first half, it was our, our worst 45 minutes of football uh, by a mile. But there were other factors at play as well. Um, they were off the back of, um, I think it was one win in the last five. They'd lost to, away at Oxford. On the on the Saturday, so they were a bit of a wounded animal. Had something to prove, and uh, we'd lost all of our momentum. We'd just gone uh, three straight wins for the first time in about three years. Uh, three home wins, uh, of course, uh, and against none of the superpowers, if you like, in League One. We'd we'd beaten Burton, we'd beaten Accrington, and we'd beaten Cheltenham. Uh, but there were three really good wins, and we deserved thoroughly to win all three of them. And then we had two games and consecutive Saturdays postponed. And but if you don't play for two and a half weeks you lose that wave of momentum, don't you? So I think it was a combination of all sorts of things, really. I'm not saying if we'd have played Ipswich on the Tuesday after we'd just beaten Cheltenham on the Saturday, it'd have been a different result. I I suppose we'll never know. I I think the performance might have been a bit different. We might still have lost, but we we, would probably not have played as badly. So hopefully we can dust ourselves down, shake it off, bad day at the office, playing teams like Ipswich or Sheffield Wednesday or yourselves. That's not going to define our season, whether we stay up in League One this season, which is obviously ultimately 20th or more, is our ultimate ambition to, to become a League One club for a third straight season. So uh, a lot of factors, really. But um, yeah, a very, very bad day at the office indeed. Well, when you look at um, you, you look at the time of obviously recording this, um, you've got a, a game in between uh, our fixture. Um, you've got Bristol Rovers at home, if I'm, if I'm right in saying so you've got that opportunity to to right the wrongs uh, at home and, and then maybe uh, get that positive result and then coming into our fixture, obviously away from home at another top six side, it might just re- obviously alter that reverse psychology of, of the squad. Um, obviously, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I hope so. Um, something has to change with our away form. Uh, there's no doubt at all, Callum, that it's going to be our home form that's predominantly going to keep us in League One. I think at, at this point of the season, I think we've got... Uh, two points more than we did at the same stage last season. So we, we're pretty even, really. And we stayed up with 42 points last season. Uh, on any other given year, that would have probably not been enough. Uh, it's the magic 50-point mark, isn't it, in inverted yeah, commas, yeah. Uh, to keep you safe in League One. 40, 40 was enough last season. We stayed up with 42. I think it's going to be around the 45-ish point mark this year. Looking at, uh, at the fixtures we've got left, 20 games to go. We probably need five or six more wins from those 20 games. Whether Derby away is one of those that, that, we're, that we earmark for three points, I think that's probably another argument entirely. But uh, I wouldn't say it's a free hit either. Uh, absolutely not. Our away form has got to improve and it has got to sort of pay for itself, if you like, in that regard. And, and we do need to pick a few more points up uh, away from home. And on any given day, I'll come back to what I said at the very start, on any given day, anybody can beat anybody. We, we probably need to play at our best. You probably need to have a little bit of an off day, certainly with the star players, uh, but uh, anything's possible. Yeah, so just looking at um, obviously the the, the waveform, as you say, you need you said something needs to change, um, and it's just maybe what 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 do you feel that is? Um, obviously, going from that difference at home 
to, to being away? Is it psychology? Is it the style of play? Or I don't think it's the style of play um, because I, I think earlier in the season, we did play differently away from home. I think we perhaps in, in one way set up a little bit too defensively. That's my personal opinion. Um, whereas at home, you've got the home crowd behind you. It's uh, it's quite uh, a partisan atmosphere when, when we can get going. And um, it's just a bit nicer playing at home, really, isn't it? And, you know, you get your home comforts and everything. But on the road, uh, what's got to change? We've just got to play with no fear, really. Um, and, and that's the one thing I think that's been lacking this season is... We've gone to to, to to other big clubs. We played Sheffield Wednesday in the Cup and we just didn't turn up. We've, we've gone away to other big sides. Plymouth played us off the park. They had about literally about 35 shots on goal in the game and, and, and served to win just before Christmas. So I think it's playing with no fear. But uh, certainly our away form has to improve slightly. It's going to be our home form that keeps us in League One. There's no question about that. I think if we if we look at the table, 20 games to go, we probably need five or six more wins or maybe five wins and five draws from those um, 20 fixtures to get us around about that 45-point mark, which I think will keep us safe. Are we going to get three points on the road against Derby? I think that's probably a different argument. I think we've got to play really well on the day. You might need to have a little bit of an off day, but um, our away form's got to change at some point. And I think, as, as I keep saying, it's it, anybody can beat anybody on, on the day. And uh, I think if you look at any club in League One, uh, there are shocks to be had, aren't there? On, on any given fixture weekend or a Tuesday night, there are, there are always shocks and, and, and bottom can always beat top. So uh, hopefully it's going to be uh, one of those times next Saturday. Yeah, and and, and if, if that is, is the case and, and you feel uh, that that performance is due to come, who do you reckon are the key players that Morecambe need to have on song uh, at Derby um, to get that result? really great loan players uh, come in uh, during the uh, during the summer and uh, we've got a couple more in uh, during the January transfer window as well but uh, a couple in particular who are the beating heart of our midfield Jensen Weir on loan from Brighton and Hove Albion uh, and and as the games and the weeks have gone by he has really really excelled and it's no real surprise that um, other clubs may be sniffing around him I think he's going to play certainly at least in the championship uh, going forward that top scorer as well with nine goals so hopefully we can hold on to him uh, before uh, we, we play you guys next week. Alongside him, another loanee from Celtic, Liam Shaw. He's, uh, again, young, 20. Uh, and uh, already, I would say he is of championship level. I I'm really surprised that he's not in Celtic's first-team picture, to be honest. Maybe he will after this loan spell. He he's a proper Rolls-Royce of a midfielder. Loves to get forward. Great engine, tracking back. And um, those two have built up a really, really good understanding. So if those two can can be on song against Derby, uh, they will certainly cause you one or two problems. We have got issues in other areas of the field, uh, noticeably in attack. Um, we've lost one of our key strikers. Again, it was another lone knee, Kieran Phillips, um, was doing really well. He's only scored seven goals, but uh, he was really starting to uh, play his part in the team. And it, it built up a good understanding in the new formation that we, we, we've started playing in the last six weeks or so. He's got an injury, so he's out for the rest of the season. So he's had to go back. And uh, uh, that leaves us a little bit lacking up top, I would say. Um, Cole Stockton, 26 goals last season. He's only scored twice this time around for a number of reasons. Um, the way he's not found the net a, a bit more. But there are big um, responsibilities now on his shoulders to... to, to carry his share of the goals because we're getting goals from midfield we're getting the odd goal here and there from from other areas of the park but uh, we are going to need to find the net uh, a little bit more so uh, certainly we're unsure 
in the uh, middle of the park. Another couple I'll mention as well. Callum, you know, know all about our goalkeeper, Connor Ripley. Uh, double penalty save against uh, you guys at the Mazuma. He's an absolute yeah. man-mountain. Yeah. <laughs> He's a beast of a keeper. He's, just, he's, yeah. he's the ideal build, really, for a goalkeeper. And uh, I think he's one of those. He was Preston's third choice, when, when, and we got him on a free from Preston. And I think when somebody like that comes to the club, you, you think, well, third choice keeper from another club, couldn't get a game. Mm. But he's just, he's, he's, he's really good. He's, 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 he's far too good for us, really. Uh, and, and, and we're really grateful to have him, to be perfectly honest with you. And uh, we've got another young academy graduate who's come through the ranks. And came from nowhere, uh, really. His name's Adam Mayer. He's only 18. Um, back in August, he was playing out on loan and non-league football in about step seven or eight of the pyramid. Just get some games. Um, played a couple of Papa John's trophy matches. Looked good. But came off the bench a couple of times. And now he's one of the first names on the team sheet. He plays on the left side. So depending how we play, he'll either play left uh, forward sort of wing or wide, or he might play left wing back or, or, or pushing on fullback. But uh, those are the players that I would uh, I would say that uh, you need to look out for. But if we can get our midfield going, uh, we're going to be halfway there, I think. Yeah, just looking at um, the, the, the game, obviously, against Derby, um, what do you think fans um, are, are going at at the moment? Um, with regards to going to way to top six sides, obviously, what was the? I don't know what the attendance was uh, for, for you guys and, and traveling. Obviously, it was a very long way on a on a, a very very but, very long way. But obviously, <laughs> but the psychology really of the fan base. Um, obviously, Derby at home are remain at the moment. Do you think fans are, are are probably not looking forward to going or really relishing playing and playing in within, like you said earlier in the podcast, a, a massive stadium, a really good day out and just kind of relishing it like that. It's one of the reasons why we wanted to get promotion into League One in the first place, Callum, to be honest, was, was for those great away days. And we've had some really, really good ones in the last season and a half, really, uh, because there are so many big guns in the third tier at the moment. And, and I think it's there's probably more this season uh, than there was last season, which, which is, if you're a fan, it's fabulous because you get to go to all these places. The problem geographically we have is Morecambe's the most northerly side in, in the division. So it means that every away trip is, is something of a bit of a journey, really. Uh, but Derby's not too far. It's probably about two hours or so uh, drive. So we're kind of one of those mid-range away trips, if you like. So I would imagine we won't take a, 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 an absolute army of travelling fans, but uh, I'd imagine maybe 400 or so, maybe 500 might make the trip. So uh, we'll certainly try and make plenty of noise anyway. Well, that's the thing, and we we've had many many clubs uh, come to us, um, made great great uh, accounts on, on match day. Um, Bolton, obviously, a much bigger club, but even the likes of Forest Green came and brought a, a great way following. And uh, and and if if you guys uh, put on a performance that your your guys can be proud of uh, and your fans can be proud of, I think that uh, it will be a great day out for not only you but also a great game to be honest. I think that's, as a fan, and um, I speak of myself as a fan, I, I am in a really privileged position where I get to see every single game. I've seen every game home and away this season, league and cup, uh, through good times and bad. And I'm, I'm in a lucky position to be able to see Morecambe week in, week out. And I speak as both a fan and as a member of the press that we all enjoy going to these big stadiums. 
um, and and I won't name the the lesser lights of, of League One. You, you can look at the table and you, you can see the smaller clubs in the division. We're one of those yeah. smaller clubs, but we're one of those smaller clubs with a, a very nice stadium as well. There are some stadiums that aren't quite as luxurious, shall we say. But when you go away to Ipswich or Sheffield Wednesday or Plymouth or Charleston or Derby County, You've or Ipswich, you've got to look forward to those, and, and it's yeah. one of the main reasons that, that not only did we want to get into League One in the first place, but why we want to do all we can to try and stay in League One. We know it's going to be a tough task, we know that we're very much in that, um, I suppose, bottom seven, eight teams mini league, if you will. Um, and we've just got to get mid table in that little mini league, and it means we'll be 20th at least, and, and we'll survive for another season. So, when we go to away games like Derby County. It, first and foremost, for me, it, uh, from the fans' point of view, it's all about having a great day out. The players need to do their bit as well. They don't need to freeze. They don't. They need to rise to the big occasion, and uh, we can certainly do that. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about that. It, it's going to be tough. Uh, there's no question uh, about that. It, it's going to be very tough, and we've had some very tough away games uh, this season and last season as well um, against the bigger teams for, for, for a number of reasons. Um, but uh, if we can perform at our best, I think that's all that fans want to see. I think ultimately, if we're then beaten by a better team on the day, and if that turns out to be the case against you guys on, on Saturday, then so be it. Uh, but if we can turn around and say, well, do you know what? We gave it absolutely everything we had there. We left nothing out on the field. And we were just beaten by a better team with better, more resources than us. Hats off to them. And, and, and we move on to the next one. Because beating you or losing to you on Saturday won't define whether we stay up or not. Yeah. So in that regard, the shackles should be off to an extent. It would be a shock result if we get something positive from you. But there's no reason why we can't because we've proved that we can do it. And we've proved that we can compete. And certainly at the Mazuma, we gave you a heck of a scare. And I yeah. suppose, looking at it quite partisanly in that respect, I would say we probably deserve the three points in, in the reverse fixture. You'll argue you missed two penalties, you missed two open goals, you should have been out of sight, you scored with your only pr- proper chance on, on, on goal. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? And I suppose if you're a Derby fan, then, then that's how, how you're going to be. But uh, there's no reason at all why we can't compete. But uh, one thing is for sure is that we aren't really, really looking forward to the game. Brilliant. And as I say, uh, fine margins, uh, defying games. Uh, and uh, as Derby fans will know, um, especially against Plymouth midweek last week, uh, fine margins in very small amounts of minutes can also win games. Um, so Absolutely. just looking at um, the, the, the game itself, what do you feel the score prediction is going to be? I'm going to put you on the spot just to bring the uh, podcast to a close. I would. Uh, I think we can compete against against you guys. There's, there's no question about that. Um, we are relatively injury free. I think you know. I, I think it, a lot will depend on whether we can keep hold of all of our players in the next few days, uh, and maybe we can get one, one or two more, hopefully through the door as well. Um, I think it's going to be one of our good away days. I'm going to go uh, the, the same score as at the Mazuma. Derby County won Morecambe one, which I think if that's the case. We would be absolutely delighted. A one or draw. Uh, well, I will. Uh, I'll stick with uh, an unbeaten. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll match that. I'll go. I'll go one all. I think uh, um, you'll put up a good fight, and uh, obviously uh, with Derby's uh, unbeaten run, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that going. <laughs> so I'll I appreciate that, Callum. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll both of us. But no, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, uh, and uh, hopefully have a, a great game. 
Good luck for the season, Callum. I, I think you're going to be in the in the playoff mix. As well, you know, it's it's super, super tough to break into that top six, isn't it? I think there are probably a dozen teams who have a realistic design on making at least the playoffs. I think the fact there's only two automatic spots doesn't help any of the, what I would call, superpowers in this division, of which Derby County is certainly one of them. Whether you can break into that top two or not, I think remains to be seen. I think Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday and Ipswich, they look very strong indeed. I think it's probably going to be two from those three. And then you're fighting it out for amongst yourselves. But I think you'll certainly get in the top six. There's no doubt about that. I think from a from a selfish point of view, I hope that you don't get promoted and we stay up so we can come to Pride Park again <laughs> next season, really. But uh, there's no reason at all why you can't be well in the mix. So uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Appreciate that, Dave. It's the hope that kills you. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> well, for, thanks for everyone to, uh, who's listened. Uh, you can catch us uh, every single week um, previewing each individual game. Uh, and also on Sundays, uh, reviewing fixtures. Also, you can catch us on Twitter at RamTalkPod, and all obviously on all your uh, audio uh, platforms, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, um, whatever you listen to nowadays. Uh, and if you uh, want to listen to us again, uh, please uh, catch us on the next preview show for uh, the next league game. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.